Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome along to another week of Going Greyhounds. What a weekend we had uh, just gone past the final of the Golden Easter Egg. Brilliantly taken out by She's a Pearl. We also had the final of the Group 1 Association Cup uh, with a bit, a bit of an upset. Gypsy Wyong beating Mapunga Ruby. Zipping Kansas got into trouble at the first turn and he wasn't really sighted from that point on. We and we saw a terrific support card as well. Zipping Novak was outstanding winning the Magic Maiden. Karinga Lucy winning the Masters. Lala Kiwi bouncing back to her best in the Ambrosoli. Uh, Divine Empress announcing herself as a future star as well in the new sensation. And also Castle Warrior taking out the Ultra Sense. It was a big, big night at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. Then, of course, on Sunday, we saw the running of the Broken Hill Cup for the first time on on a on a tab screen. So that was a, a terrific little meeting there. She's a hot shot, won the Broken Hill Cup in a thrilling photo finish over Teddy the Bear. And we'll see her now across here in Sydney for a semi-final of the Million Dollar Chase. It was a big weekend. We'll have it for a small break now. On the other side, we chat with Joe Lanuti, the owner of She's a Pearl. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And they're racing now. She's a pearl. Bounced out well. Lewis Rumble out fast from the inside. And Lewis Rumble went through and led. She's a pearl. Got to second only. Two lengths away. And got up on the rails to hit the front as Lewis Rumble ran off the track. Up into third placing the outside as Good Odds Cash. Then Tekakardic. Fantastic Raven. And Gabzara's Ivan. Mitchell Street and Idolize. She's a pearl. She's broken away around the home corner. She led by four on Good Odds Cash. But it's she's a pearl. She's spectacular. A superstar. And she joins the all-time greats of Greyhound Racing. She's a pearl, won the Easter egg from Good Odds Cash. A gap away by the fantastic Raven or Zara's Ivan in third. They're followed by Lewis. There we had She's a Pearl, the breathtaking winner of the Golden Easter Egg on Saturday night. We're joined by her owner, Joe Lanuti. Good morning to you, Joe. Morning, Matty. What a great call that was. I'll listen to that forever and ever. Thanks, mate. It was a, a, t- a terrific race and... Before we get into her, how did you pull up after the celebrations? It was quite a big night, wasn't it? She, she pulled up better than I did, uh, as most of the other owners. But, um, yeah, no, it was, it was, you had to celebrate that. That's a once-in-a-lifetime achievement for, for people like us. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, we dream of doing it again one day, but we highly doubt it. Yeah, absolutely. And I know there's a, a race only just around the corner that uh, that you'll be targeting. Take us through through Saturday night and the, the feeling of, of winning a golden Easter egg. Uh, you've been a massive part of ownership uh, with your syndications for, for quite a while. And uh, Take us what it meant on Saturday night to win a golden Easter egg with her. It was the pinnacle, for sure and certain. She was our fourth Group 1 winner. So we've had Justin, Bandit, Ned, Winlock on top. But it's the golden Easter egg. And- for everyone in New South Wales, that's the race. Three-week series, gruelling, and we only ever dreamt of you know, competing in a golden Easter egg. So the nerves were up Saturday. Uh, they were up after 50 yards, and when she got the, the dream run through, uh, the, the roar was insane, and it sort of became a reality up the back that, well, she's going to do this. And uh, there was a, the main thing for Craig and I, Maddie, was just a, a pure sense of pride that, a lot of hard work's got in, but we were so proud of bringing so many people in and the emotion that uh, and the atmosphere that they brought to Wentworth Park. Oh, I could have just sat back and watched that all day. And, you know, young kids jumping up and down with yellow caps on. And 
I just think that's the marketing campaign for the next decade in greyhound racing. So that's what it's all about. So, yeah, so to sum it up in one word for Craig and I, just pride for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said to you on Saturday night, the last two 520-metre Group 1 winners at Wentworth Park have been Jungle Juice and She's a Pearl, and they've both had massive ownership groups and the roar when both of them have won at Wentworth Park is something that a lot of people have said they haven't heard for a long, long time. And generally in a race call, I don't generally hear the crowd too much, particularly at Wentworth Park being up so high. But on Saturday night, the roar, firstly when she got across onto the rails, but then secondly when... I think the crowd realised that she uh, that Lewis Rumble had run off and she's about to go to the front unimpeded was just incredible and yeah it'll take something pretty special to to beat that. You touched on your nerves sort of before the race and that first fifty metres. How how was the feeling going into the first turn? We know how fast she's been uh, pretty much all all year since that first run she had in the the National Futurity where she didn't have much luck. Uh, we were a bit surprised that she didn't have the, that that same burn sort of going into the first corner on Saturday. Yeah, I think she caught the... There was a little bit of contact there. Um, I think maybe Fantastic Raven drifted out a little bit and obviously idolised Bombard. But, yeah, she didn't just go zot and run at 5.32 or 5.33 that she can run. But it's different, isn't it? We always say that heats to run much quicker than finals, Matty. And, um, you know... Generally, you can win an MDC or an egg in 29.7 where you've got to win a heat in a, in a 29.3 or 29.4. So uh, there's so much more pressure charging with that first turn. And, uh, yeah, I, once you I, honestly, it was just hard in mouth at the post the first time, just thinking, oh, my goodness, she could get straight out the back here. But winners win, and she just she drove up and she pushed through, and she's as gusty as they come. And, and once a little scramble, he's probably going too quick into the first turn. He lost it a little bit there. And once that happened and we... Well, even once we pushed through, I, I still thought... Listen, I didn't think we were immoral to be able to run a Lewis Rumble now, because what a greyhound he is, but I still thought we were in the race if we sat second to him and we were a chance where once he rolled off and we could work our way through to the front, well, uh, you know, she's, she's arguably as strong as most greyhounds going at the moment. I mean, obviously, some of the, the real sipping curiosities and co are much stronger, but uh, when you're doing it both ends like her, once you find the front, you're pretty hard to run down, so... Uh, it was a fairly comfortable ride once we got through the first turn. Yeah, absolutely. And and I guess the the one positive you can take out of that, and she she also showed it to Maura that she's not just a, a one-trick pony and that she has to go straight to the front uh, to win. She can do it coming from behind and, and overcoming a few little difficulties as well. So that must give you great pleasure going forward to know that she can overcome some, some issues through the, through the run. That's the reason that I thought that potentially we could give Louis Rumble a, a couple of months a length up the back and be a chance to win the race off the back of what she did uh, at Samora with Castle Warrior and you know what he did prior to that and, and subsequently winning on Saturday night as um, the whole world were on him he was off the map so he's a proper dog he's nearly won 100 chaos just looking at Castle Warrior so hats off to that crew but uh, yeah no my word is I don't think he's one dimensional whatsoever and uh, she, she's got she's got some guts hasn't she a will to win because easily in the middle there. She could have just sort of said no way, but oh, I just love the tenacity of her. And Oh, she's just a beauty. She's so well named, Maddie. She, yeah, she is very, very aptly named. And and of course, she was she was trained by Peter Sims before you guys were able to purchase her, and now with Andy and Jodie Lloyd, uh, Jody Lord. Um, the, 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 the job that both Peter and, and the Lords have done with her has been incredible. She was this is probably a harsh thing to say. She probably wasn't at the level she's at now 
going back, say, 12 months ago, she was she was getting beaten in certain races. And then towards the end of last year, she just started to put it all together. And and, and I think she won six or seven in a row for, for Peter. And then you guys acquired her. She was beaten first up for you guys. But since then, she's just gone on this run where... She seems to have just got better and better every start. And and to be fair, she, uh, across the entire series of the Easter Egg, she dominated it from pretty much start to finish. So as much as she needed some luck there on Saturday night, she was the dominant dog across the across the series. So you can't knock her winning that race. No, I, I agree. I, to Simsy, a uh, very good mate to see. He, he was there when we first started syndicating five years ago. He, he trained most of our dogs at the start. Such a nice guy. So genuine. He'd do anything for anybody. Did a great job with her. She broke a track record at start number one, Matty, with Samora. I mean, how many greyhounds break a record at start one? And then, like you said, he got it through to win six in a row. And I just think she's progressed well with age and matured. And then, obviously, Andy and Jody are the best of the best. And hats off to them. We just love being part of their kennel now. And they deserve it. There's no better trainers in New South Wales. They dominate Wentworth Park, as I said, on the night. And... For them, it's their biggest achievement. They want a golden Easter egg. And I know, talking to Andy, he absolutely categorises this race as the hardest race to win in the country. Grueling three-week series. So to do it, winning the heat, winning the semi, winning the final, just icing on the cake. Because it's so hard to do, Matty. Yeah, absolutely. Even though it's it's a little different, it's three weeks, it's the, the top three go through the first week, and then the top two. It's, it's, it's not that simple because the heat's... Because of the, 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 especially the semis, there, like I know when you get to say the MDC, you'll have eight semi-finals. Winner goes through. Yeah, okay, that seems more difficult, but the 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 quality is spread out over eight races as opposed to the the four. So you need to do everything right across the three weeks, and uh, it's never easy. So to keep her peaking for the the three weeks is a, a credit to to the lords and. Yeah, they've done a they've done a fabulous job with her, and I think the key to to her is they've added that length or two uh, to the end of her race. And like you said, she's she's as fast as them early, but she's also as strong as them late. So it's a pretty good formula, isn't it? It's the best <laughs> the formula that the whole world wants. And uh, we've been lucky enough and fortunate enough to to get one that's got that. And um, oh, we're just going to enjoy the ride, Matty. We're, you know, we're we're a small part. The Lords has done everything. Simsy did everything prior to that, and. We've just found a great group of owners that uh, are just loving every minute of, of it. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter what happens from tomorrow onwards. She's a gold Easter egg winner. They can never take that off, off us. And who knows? There may be a little bit more to come. Yeah, well, that's a beautiful segue, of course. By running top two the other night, she's automatically into the, the semifinals of the Million Dollar Chase in a couple of weeks' time. What's the plan now for her between now and then? Obviously, it's probably a little bit too far to... To, to give her a full break for that time. So have you spoken to Andy about a, a plan with her leading into the semis of the MDC? If don't say that's too loud for the owners. I told them it was a winner through to the semis. I didn't know we had the insurance of running second. So uh, it, it was a massive uh, a massive egg for well, pardon the pun, a massive egg for us uh, to win the egg because the qualifying is going to be so difficult at Wentworth Park in a fortnight. Uh, sorry, in a week's time uh, against all the Melbourne dogs, etc. So uh, over the moon about that. It, I know Andy and Jody quite well, and talking to them, they don't like to put them in cotton wool, Maddie. So although she's she's been gifted a spot in the semis, there's every chance you may see her race. Well, who knows? Maybe Wednesday, maybe tomorrow week at Wenny, and then she'd be nine days into a, an MDC semi. Obviously, we leave all of that to Andy and Jody. They're the best, as I said. But 
Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw her again. They're not the they're not the type that um, that completely hold them back and just wait for it. So um, yeah, time will tell. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could have been wrong with that top two. I was told top two, so that could, that could be incorrect. So you oh, might have been I'm right. Probably wrong, Maddie. In life, so don't, don't listen to me. But that's what I thought. Yeah, no worries. Well, either way, you you threw. Uh, to a, a million-dollar chase semi-final, and now going in as the golden Easter egg winner, you're probably going to get seeded as into one of the the weaker semi-finals. So that must give you a little bit more confidence heading to to that race. Yeah, well, clearly you're going to be there against the 63 other greyhounds that have earned the right to be there, um, and we get one in eight chance, don't we, to to make a race and then race for a quite insane amount of money, a million dollars. So. Yeah, if you can make it easier for us, but I highly doubt there's any easy semi-finals against 63 other worthy competitors, but point taken. Yeah, well, the of what she's done over the last three weeks of the Easter Egg Carnival and, and what what she can, what she could continue to do uh, in the next month or so, it might be very, very exciting times for you, Joe, and all the all the ownership group. I must admit, I didn't realise there were so many owners. They were coming from everywhere there on Saturday night, but it was it was an unbelievable night. And and credit to to you and Craig and and all the team with She's a Pearl. She was outstanding. Thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate the support, and thanks to everybody out there that sent all the well wishes through. It's, um, they're still flooding through, and uh, a little bit embarrassed about it, but. Uh, yeah, just uh, so happy, mate. Honestly, just overwhelmed. It's an amazing achievement. Yeah, absolutely it is, and thoroughly deserved. Well, pleasure to chat with you, Joe. Enjoy the, the next few weeks with She's a Pearl. I'm sure she'll be right there come Million Dollar Chase time. Thanks, buddy. Have a great day. Will do. There's Joe Lanuti, who owns She's a Pearl, and you can just sense how, the excitement in his voice from winning one of the grand slams of greyhound racing in, in not only New South Wales, but Australia as well. We'll head for a short break. We'll chat with Jason Magri on the other side who prepared the outstanding Zipping Novak to take out the Magic Maiden there on Saturday night. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And they're racing now and he stepped cleanly Zipping Novak tonight and he leads it easily from Ibrox Wildfire. Coming over into third, placing a little wider is Choo Choo Train. And fourth, back along the rail, Springview Angus. But there was a bit of a jam up. They've followed Nangar Nancy, simply limelight. Well back from Mount Victoria and Federal Aussie. But Zippy Novak off the back straight. He led it by seven or eight lengths on Dibrox Wildfire. And they've followed Choo Choo Train. But it's all Zipping Novak. Three out of three. And he's a nice pup in the making. Zipping Novak won it easily. Ibrox Wildfire. Third in Choo Choo Train. Fourth home, Springview Angus. There we had Zipping Novak, the winner of the Magic Maiden there on Saturday night, maintaining his unbeaten record, three out of three. We're joined by his trainer now, Jason Magri. Good morning to you, Jace. Yeah, good morning, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Uh, firstly, how did uh, how did Novak come through the, the run there on Saturday night? Yeah, good, 100%. He's pulled up real good, so all systems go with him. Now we're like, obviously he was brilliant. He ran the fastest time in the night in, in twenty nine sixty five. Did that surprise you a little bit? Oh, not really. I knew he had it in him, like from all his pre training and that, and what he's trialled around there. He just got the right track, and he got everything right on the night too. Like he got the start right. He wheeled off the good sections, and he just kept rolling in front. So yeah, it all worked out good on the night. And is he, is he a greyhound that's always showed you immense talent from yeah. early on? Yeah, from day to I think he, he went to Richmond as a pre-trainer. I slipped him off the mark. 
he went good and then he put him out the box. He went 18 six and then he went to ball out of 400 ball. The first one he went 22 15. Not many dogs can do that straight away at ball. So I knew from there he had a lot of ability. And then every time I stepped him up, he just kept running the hands off the clock and I just shoot or something there for sure. Yeah, and I know in two of his three starts now that he has nailed the start and, and got got that spot on. And then, of course, in his semi last week, he, he missed the start and then caught that big check early. What What's your gut feel on, on him at the beginning of the race? We all know it's so key. Do you think he's, as a rule, going to be a very good uh, jumper or do you think he's going to have a tendency to be a, a little bit slow to begin and then really start to motor? Oh, I just think he might be like a hit or miss dog. He's- He'll get it right, maybe two out of three and something like that. He, that's what he sort of does in the trials. Um, but we'll keep working on it and try to try to get him 100% right. But he's got a, it's just all experience once they go to the track and that. And like it was good on Saturday because there was plenty of noise there from the crowd and he, he handled the occasion pretty good, So, which is good for a young dog. Yeah, absolutely, and and obviously you've had a lot of very good dogs over the over the journey at the same stage of his career, same age. Where would he stack up uh, against your your very best that you've had? Oh, he's probably up there with him. He's probably one of the better ones. Yeah, um, I can rate him with the dog he won it. Wicked Warrior won it back in two sixteen, and he's he's got a fair bit on him on ability wise. So and he was a good handy dog. He's competed in a lot of group races and and he turned out a real nice dog. But I think this dog's a better dog at the same stage and he's pushing forward better too. And and sort of going forward like later on into his career, is he a greyhound that, I'm, like, I know you've got Sipping Kansas who's recently stepped up to the staying races. Do you see a, a future for him a little bit further than the 520 or you think he'll just be a sprinter? Oh, I think he'll be a sprinter. He might go... 600 as he gets older down the track but he won't go any further he's just he's got good speed and he rules off that good middle section at the back you know what I mean and I, I don't want to actually push him further I want to keep him sprinting and try to compete in the better races over the shorter distance yeah and if, obviously we've got a an MDC just around the corner for a greyhound like him that's still so inexperienced is the plan to maybe bypass that and bring him through and target the, the September MDC? Yeah, it's probably a better choice. I'm going to enter in, in the Nowra Puppy Classic this week, so he'll go there first and then I'll, I'll try to run him through his grades after that. Hoping by the next MDC he might be mature enough to go with it. It's just you got to step up when you go on those shorter races, and you got to be racing open class too. So it's a different kettle of fish, that sort of a race. Yeah, absolutely. And Zipping Kansas obviously started very short, price favourite in the Association Cup on Saturday night. He didn't have any luck at, at that first turn, did he? No, he didn't. As soon as he came out, it, the six was bearing him straight away, and then he was climbing on dogs going into the corner, and he got checked, and then it, it's game over from then. He lost too much ground. He was at the back, and he just he couldn't get it right that night. So we'll forget that run and move on. That's all you can do with dogs. Yeah, and in the stewards' report, it mentioned that he's gone for a break. Uh, is there a plan on how long he'll be out for, or is it just more just to give him a? Oh, I just get him. He's just, just going to have probably a week and a half, two weeks off, and he'll go into the 
um, the Gold Cup. It went in about three weeks. Yeah, and is that more just to sort of clear his head? Obviously, in his last two starts, he's he, he got crunched at the start last week, and then of course interfered with on Saturday night. Is that just to help clear his head and, and just kind of forget about that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, just to freshen him up because well, the next three months probably it's busy if he holds up. So just got to space his runs out now and just hope we can jag a big one with him down the track. It's all we're just trying to manage him as best as we can. And long-term goal with him would be the 7.15 at the Gardens? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to go for it. There's too much money involved not to go for it. So you're going to have to give her a crack. I'm, I'm tipping everyone's going to have a crack at it. it just, if you get the luck on the day and that, you, you can be on the podium. But time will tell. Just, you just got to race him and hope for the best. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's proven if he gets it gets it all right on the night, he's certainly got the talent to be a, a, a feature in those big races. And you've got persuasive... Uh, into the MDC regional final at Bulleye tonight. He was terrific in, in the heat last week, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was brilliant. Like, you couldn't ask anything else from him. He, he done everything right. He nailed the start and run unbelievable section, especially to the second mark. I've never had a dog run the section. He did to the second mark. And just to miss the record was there. It would have been good if he broke it, but it doesn't really matter. It's just He showed how good he is, so it's good. And he, and he's he's come through the week well, and he's ready to roll tonight. Yeah, he seems all right. Just hope he backs it up. Sometimes when they go that brilliant, the next run that ain't go as good. So I just hope he backs it up today. Yeah, I'm sure if he does put it all together again, he's he's the, he's the one to beat. That's for sure. Well, good luck. Firstly today, and then of course with Zipping Novak in Kansas uh, in the in the next few months. It's a, it's a big time for you, and I'm sure we'll be talking again over that over that time. No worries, mate. I really appreciate it. Thank you. No worries. There's Jason Magri, who prepared Zipping Novak to win the Magic Maiden on Saturday night and also chatting Zipping Kansas and Persuasive. We'll have for a quick break. On the other side, we chat with Jason Adams. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. We're now joined by Jason Adams. Good morning to you, Patch. Good morning to you as well, Matty. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How did you pull up after Saturday night? Good. It was a bit of a rush. It was a good night, wasn't it? I mean, it always is. Easter egg night, year after year. It's just one of the, the shining lights on the, the Greyhound calendar. It certainly, certainly didn't disappoint on, on Saturday with the, the fanfare and, and party that went along with it. It was a magnificent evening. Yeah, and of course, if people don't know, you are a, a small shareholder in the winner. She's a pearl. Um, take us what that means to be a, a part owner of a, a golden Easter egg winning Greyhound. Has that sunk in? Oh, it's special. I mean, I'm a very small part of the, of the whole wheel, but I'm um, very thankful to, to be involved. I mean, any time you sort of jump into to something with mates, you get in it for a bit of fun and you'd never expect to, to reach the heights, which she has. So it was a, a special night and most of all to share it with, with people you you know so well in, in a sport that you love so much. So, yeah, it was a, an amazing uh, night. And I guess congratulations mostly to the likes of Joe Lenuti and also Jason Lincoln, who everyone uh, is well aware of, of his role. And he's had a horrendous run as an owner for, for years and years. And now the last 12 months, it's just all turned around. And now he's an Easter egg winner. So it's funny how things change, but couldn't be happier. It was a memorable night, to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's a, there's a, there's a big night coming up in a month's time that could even be quite special with the form she's in she's going to take a lot of beating isn't she going to the MDC 
100%, and even some of the messages that come through, it's sort of, yeah, well done on the egg, but now about this MDC coming up, and I guess there's no, the depth of elite sprinters across the country at the moment is probably not as deep as it has been for a, a few years, so it's a real opportunity for Pearl, given the way she's racing, she's reliable, spotless early speed, to really go on a roll, so she keeps it up, I think she's going to be one of the, the shining lights of the sprinters across the country there's no two ways about that the way he's handling business yeah absolutely and i just wanted to touch on yourself and mark olmus um uh, or mark mentioned to me prior to her first run with you guys as uh in the ownership that you're donating half of both of your percentages to beyond blue and red nose just tell us something about that yeah exactly right so initially when sort of mark flagged that he was going to get involved he said to me straight away you're in and and this is what we're going to do which of course will totally on board with and I guess it, it sums him, him up in the way that he, he goes about life day to day. Very generous man so um, it was a very easy thing to do and unfortunately now there's a, a big race under the belt where um, that sort of sum that will go to those charities is, is some sort of amount that you can sort of um, be proud of and, and hope it makes some sort of difference so yeah he's a close mate of mine and um, again just sums up what he's all about as a, as a person and I'm um, looking forward to when we're not looking forward to when their career ends, but looking forward to that time where we can sort of um, sit down and, and sort of put a number on on what that commitment is and um, celebrate that. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and hats off to both of you. And I, I'm sure I can speak for all in not only Greyhound racing, but racing in general in, in saying it's it's a wonderful thing that both you and Mark are doing with those donations to, to those two charities. Now, let's touch on the, the launching pad, of course, the final this Thursday night, it shapes up to be a beauty, doesn't it? Absolute cracker. And, I mean, it's one of those series, Matt, where you, you look at it in a year's time and you look back at what happened and you see all these dogs that missed out and you think, geez, how strong was this series? You never quite know what's in front of you, but already it's a very deep field. I mean, where she's fast, looks like she's going to start favourite, but she's not going to have an easy whatsoever, given the wide draw she's got as well as she's beginning a lot more pressure this time around. You've got the likes of Plainsworth on the inside whose box speed has just been magnificent and then even uh, surrounding him, Levitation get around really well. So it's one of those races where stars do emerge from that and, and this is, I guess, the culmination of it. And $150,000 goes to uh, the connections of, of one of these winners and one of the most exciting series of young greyhounds in the country. And putting you on the spot, what's the, the greyhound in the race that you're most keenest on? I think I'll be tipping plaintiff. I mean, you've got ones like a Wow, She's Fast and even Dusty Birdsky who can probably run quicker times than what he can overall. But the way that he's began in his past couple of runs here and his heat and also his semi-final, I can see him as going straight to the front. And that's half the battle in these sort of races. We saw uh, over the past two weeks it's just high intensity with these young dogs who don't have a lot of experience but a lot, a lot of ability that can jam up a bit. So I think it's going to be so important to go straight to the front so from his point of view, tick, inside draw, tick. So I think he'll be the one that, that I'll be getting behind. Yeah, he's been outstanding through the, the series thus far. And, and where she's fast is probably not drawn particularly well for her. And so if you like something, the $2.30 about her is probably a little bit under the odds. So yeah, it's certainly a race that you, you can find a, a little bit there if, you, if you're keen on one. And of course, on Saturday, oh, on Thursday night, we've also got the Easter gift. We see Idolize, who completely bombed the start in the Easter egg final, uh, looking to bounce back there from the inside draw. One hundred percent, good feel that, and it's good to see her back in. I mean, connections were disappointed with the, the way that she began on Saturday night, but 
uh, giving shoes in this Thursday. Uh, obviously, I'm out of it 100% and, and ready to roll. And back at the track as well, where she's done her finest work, she's won her, her laurels here and, and done some good things. But she's probably going to get plenty of room too, Maddie. She's got Nick Bale on her outside, doing outside that, who aren't renowned for their early pace over 500 metres. So, look, she's going to be one in the race. It's hard to beat. Robbie Rotten, uh, along with her, who's a country cup winner and um, a fast type in his own right. So another good addition of the Easter gift, I guess it is a, a bit of an entree to what the launching pad serves up a couple of races later, but a really strong quality nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's going to be a terrific race. And I just went back and had a look at Idolizer's run on Saturday night, and she was ridiculous after completely missing the start. She was able to tack on to them at the first corner remarkably, and then she had no luck from that point until she sort of got to the home turn and she's still incredibly beat two home. If she got the unimpeded run from the start, there's no, like there's, she may have even run a place and then I think everyone would be talking about what sort of a performance that she put on. So like you said, she's going to get room from that inside. So the $2.80 that she's currently at on the, the tab fixed odds might be a, a generous price about her. Well, it was good to chat with you this morning, Jace. Chat to you again this afternoon on the pen and, and the best of luck for the week ahead with the launching pad and the Easter gift this Thursday at Sandown. No worries, buddy. Thanks for having me. There we have Jason Adams, racing manager at Sandown, talking about this week's Group 3 launching pad there on Thursday night. Well, that wraps up going Greyhounds for this morning. Hope you had a terrific week. The best of luck for the upcoming week and many winners.